What a great time to be a Giant, be a fan of the Giants. Like we have something going here. We're building something special, and you know you can see it from the outside and inside. It's even more beautiful. Reflecting on everything that got me here, just to see that uniform, and you know I, I watched. That's the team I watched the most growing up. Cause my dad was a Giants fan. So once a Giant, always a Giant. For me, it's only a Giant. Welcome everybody to another edition of All In with Art Stapleton, a New York Giants podcast brought to you by NorthJersey.com and The Record. I am your host, Art Stapleton. We have reached week 15 and somehow, someway, the formerly 2-8 New York Giants are suddenly relevant again. To what extent and to what extreme? Well, that depends on perspective and how you want to see things. But the reality is that the New York Giants on a three-game winning streak sparked by undrafted rookie Tommy DeVito, you may have heard of him, are now one game out of the seventh and final playoff spot in the NFC. It's true. You could shake your head and roll your eyes, and I know some of you are doing that right now, but that's the reality. The New York Giants are one game away from being tied for the final wild card spot in the NFC. Now, the group ahead of them includes the Saints, this week's opponent, at six and seven, five teams. It's a lot. Giants play two of them, Saints, and then on New Year's Eve, they will play the LA Rams. There is a scenario this weekend and not as outrageous as you may think that the New York Giants on Monday could be in the seventh spot in the NFC playoff picture. Now, first things first, the Giants enter the Superdome in New Orleans on Sunday, and it's Giants-Saints. On today's show, an interview with Xavier McKinney. One of the captains, and boy, he's had an interesting year, huh? Being thrust into the middle, partly by his own doing, of the Brian Dable, Wink Martindale, quote, not in a bad place relationship, or not in a good place relationship, in a bad place relationship. You know what I mean. To now, the last month or so, during this winning streak, Xavier McKinney's played absolutely fantastic. He's played at the level that the Giants need him to play. He's the emotional leader on this team, especially on defense. And we talked about his propensity for wanting to be original and wanting to be unique. I think you'll find that very interesting as part of our interview. And I think that kind of speaks to where he is as a player. And he talks about focusing on the moment, focusing on details, not thinking ahead to next year, not thinking ahead to free agency, potentially, since this is his final year of his rookie contract. And just focusing on the New York, the New Orleans Saints and the New York Giants. And that's where his focus is. So without further ado, let's get to my interview at his locker in the locker room on Thursday after practice with Xavier McKinney. 
reading up, looking back on old stories that we wrote, even going back to college for you. And uh, I came across one that talked about how, I guess it was you and your brother talked about being original and unprecedented, I think was the word you used. Could you kind of talk to me about that, what that meant to you, and how important is it for you to, yeah. to be original? Yeah, um, I think that's just how I grew up. Um, you know, that's how I was, you know, taught, uh, you know, by my, by my parents, both my parents, uh, my grandparents, um, my uncle, just pretty much everybody in my family, um, you know, taught me just be, always be me, um, no matter the situation, no matter, you know, what, just, just be who I am. And, um, you know, I've always tried to do that. And, um, with the unprecedented, it's just, we came up with that, um, not came up with it, but in a way, you know, I wanted to do something that's, that's never been done before. Um, and obviously that's what that word even means. Um, just being great within, you know, within myself, having our own dreams, trying to, you know, do things that we've never seen in our family be done. And that's kind of what it meant. It, it wasn't really for like, you know, outside, everything outside. It was just kind of more so what we grew up around and what we saw growing up and the things that we had and didn't have, uh, just trying to make anything and everything possible. Kind of like inspiring exactly. to do that. Exactly. Um, you've always struck me, and I've only known you for a couple of years, but you, that that you thrive on the idea that you're not walking on the same path as everybody else. Mm -hmm. The idea that, you know, you're going to do you and do your thing. Yep. How does that manifest itself on the field? Um, I mean, everybody has their own story. Um, so for me, it's just, you know, running my own race. Um, I, I know I want to be great. I know how great I want to be. So um, not worrying about, you know, what other people, you know, got going on. Uh, but just, you know, focusing on myself, trying to better myself each and every day. Um, and just staying the course, uh, you know, at all times. So, um, you know, that's kind of how it just translates to the field. Just try to, you know, be the best version of me that I can possibly be when I'm, you know, in here in the locker room, you know, in the meeting room, out there in practice on game day. So uh, just trying to find ways to just keep improving. I've seen you at the highs here, and I've seen you at what – I would consider lows. I don't know if you look at it that way, but the last month or so, I don't know if I've ever seen you play as good this consistently all over the field. Mm -hmm. What clicked for you? Did something click? Or? Uh, well, I mean, I think I would say uh, my second year, I thought I, I thought I played really well just consistently um, throughout. Um, it was kind of a different role, though. It was a, it was definitely a different role. Um, but and obviously too, that second year was the you know first full year that I had. Um, but you know, nothing really clicked, man. Just um, trying, knowing that I had to be better for my team, uh, pretty much, um, and knowing that the standard I hold myself to, um, I wasn't for me. I wasn't meeting my standard, and. Um, just trying to meet my standard and, and making sure that I was, you know, improving and, and, you know, being better, not just for myself, but, you know, for my teammates, for my coaches, for the organization, um, so we could win games. So that's really about it. As far as, like, if you look at, at your film, what mm -hmm. you've seen, what have you shown on film in the last couple of weeks that has really been a difference maker? Uh, um... I don't really know. Because I, I, like, nobody knows your game better than you. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I just think, man, I've just been um, 
you know, really honing in on the details. Um, you know, making sure that even like to the to the small little things, you know, small little details. Just making sure I pinpoint that. Making sure that um, you know I'm efficient in every way possible. Uh, making sure that I'm sharpening up my toolbox. Um, you know, just just doing different things throughout practice. Just making sure that you know everything is on point. Um, making sure that it's smooth and. Uh, that's really, I mean, that's really about it, man. I'm just trying to play my game and not think about it too much, but just go out there and play. Refresh my memory. I should know this. I meant to look it up before we came. Have you played in the, in the Super Bowl I have. before? Yeah, yeah. We, so we played, uh, that was my second year. Okay. Um, we played there. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah. It was the game, yeah, yeah, the yeah. game with Jabril. At, at, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I played them uh, once before my second year. Not in college at all, though, right? When you played at LSU, did you guys play at LSU? Uh, we did playing the Superdome I think one time uh, what year was that I think it was my freshman year okay. yeah my freshman year I think we were playing the Superdome once yeah um, so for this team to win three games in a row I remember you stood here it seemed like three weeks ago the idea of saying you just want to win that's it you want to win the fact that this team has kind of gotten on a little bit of a roll here what, what does it mean for, for the guys here that you know really haven't taken their eye off I mean, that yeah no it's, it's super important, man. It's a, uh, it's been a boost for us, you know, as a as a team. Um, and obviously, you can see it, you know, when we go out there. Um, but it's, it's been super important to, to win games. Any, anytime you can just win games and string along the wins, um, you know, you you um, you know, it's it's just a better morale. Like you feel better. You everything is it, it feels a lot better to win rather than losing. So. Um, you know, for us, we're just still trying to keep it, you know, one day at a time, one game at a time, not trying to think too far into the future, not trying to think, you know, behind and in the past, um, just trying to focus on, you know, being present, um, you know, trying to be better each and every day. And, uh, you know, it's been helping us with having that mindset of just taking each day, just one day at a time and not thinking too far ahead and not thinking behind. I know uh, on the bye week I talked to you before, before about your tattoos and your new tattoos that you have. I saw somewhere that you said every tattoo has a purpose and a meaning for you. Um, when, when did that come about? And do you kind of lean on certain tattoos in certain points in your in your life? Yeah, I think um, that came about. Like I'm a creative person. Um, you know, I'm a vi- I call my I like to call myself a visionary. Um, you know, I have a lot of you know creative thoughts, a lot of uh, visions that I just think about. You know, for myself. Um, so. You know, every time I, you know, do a tattoo, like, it's always a meaning to, you know, why I do it. Whether, you know, that could be in that moment or whether that was something that happened before or whether that's something I feel like is going to happen in the future. Whatever it is, it's always a meaning to it. Um, and I just always try to, you know, make sure that it's kind of like a, a, the, the nature of me. Like, sometimes I can't even help it. Like, you know, I don't, like, sometimes I don't want to, you know, create everything. But, like, I literally can't just get a tattoo and just be like, I'm going to just get it. And I, like, just think, I think start thinking about it in my head I'm like damn let me think about something where I can you know put it together and make it look cool so um, that's just how I've always been uh, pretty much my whole life I'm not afraid to ch- take chances um, I'm not afraid to you know do you know do different things um, like I said I just try to be me and uh, try to be creative as I can possibly be um, and obviously that that blends into you know the things that I want to do off the field as far as my fashion and um, just being in the art space uh, obviously that helps a lot because 
because it, it just helps it feeds my brain it, it keeps me um, in a way sane of, of you know outside of the football part right. of it um, so it's super important for me uh, it's always been important for me and uh, I'll continue to do that last one I know you don't want to look too far in the future but does this team have a legit chance at getting back to the playoffs we got to take it one day at a time I think that, that's the biggest thing for me um, kind of I think another reason why, you know, I've been able to play well is not thinking about stuff in the future or thinking behind me, just taking it, literally taking it one day at a time, making sure that I, I get 1% better each day. And uh, I think we've done a great job as a team. And even the coach, like just everybody, um, I think has been taking uh, uh, initiative and, and um, really putting it at focus to just take everything one day at a time, one meeting at a time, making sure that everything is clean, making sure that everybody's on the same page and um, it's worked out really well for us. Appreciate you, Well, special thanks to Xavier McKinney for joining me after practice on Thursday and you know, look, I, I think he's in a much better place than he was midway through the season. I think he was frustrated. I think maybe uh, thoughts of why this defense wasn't playing well, why he wasn't playing well. And, you know, maybe the future crept in a little bit that he was thinking of that. And what would his contract look like? And would he be here? Uh, and was he valued here? You know, those are all my words, not his words. He didn't express those thoughts to me. But I kind of get that sense that once he's tried to, you know, move away from the global view and just kind of focus in on the day-to-day, uh, he started seeing gains in his game and he's continued to progress. And he's been the player that I think the Giants thought they were going to get going into this year. And maybe even the player that he was before the bye week last year and the accident and everything that happened with his hand. Uh, and, you know, let's not forget he made the big tackle to seal the game in Minnesota in the playoffs last year. Um, look, I'll admit it. There were times where we had interviews with Xavier earlier this year. The one that stands out is the one after Miami. And I knew he wasn't happy and he was frustrated. I just really couldn't pinpoint where his frustration lied. And yes, the three wins make a difference. But he's in a different place right now. And it's good to see because he's exactly what the Giants need at that spot. And I think he's improved his chances of getting a new contract. We'll see how that happens after the season. We'll see where he values himself, where his agent, Dave Mulgetta, values him. I mean, he's got a super agent, made that switch. So there's a little bit to be said about that. And does that align with what Joe Shane wants um, contract-wise? But that's all for a month from now and even longer than that. Uh, at this point, McKinney's played well, and this defense is going to have to play well again down in the Superdome in New Orleans. But I hope you guys enjoyed that. Darren Waller back on the practice field. As I reported on Wednesday night, the practice window is open, 21 days. I think he's got a good chance to play on Sunday. We'll see how his hamstring responds. He was a limited participant in practice on Thursday. Big injury to keep an eye on for the Saints. Chris Olave, their star wide receiver. 
he did not practice for the second straight day. So we'll see if Olave gets back on the field on Friday, which would probably be a telltale sign as to whether or not he's going to play against the Giants. Rashid Shaheed, their speedster, wide receiver, return man. Uh, he should return this week. So we'll see how he factors in. But I think first and foremost, the Giants' defensive effort will really come down to Alvin Kamara. And can they make Derek Carr play timid if Derek Carr is the quarterback? If it's Jameis Winston, then obviously that'll be a different story. I'm not sure Jameis Winston's ever played timid, which kind of plays into Wink Martindale's defense as well. So hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, Again, thanks to Xavier McKinney. And we will be back from New Orleans on Sunday. Pre-game and post-game pods. Make sure you stay all in because we're all in as well. The 5-8 and New York Giants, a flicker of hope. Also still projected to have a top 10 pick in the 2024 NFL Draft. What a weird season. So whichever side of the coin you're on, you've still got hope. We'll talk to you next week. We'll talk to you this weekend from New Orleans.